Right, let's do this. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking, from indie film to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to F it up, in our very, very humble opinion. You alright there, Andy? You were... I'm just finishing my lunch. So carry on. You said Thank F. You. you promised they could say fuck. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I say, it's because I always say F it up. Just because I don't want to start on an F bomb. I should not the swear. I think you should. I think you should make a statement. Oh, well, you've done it now, haven't you? Oh no! See, I've, I've <laughs> already started it. I started this. It's great. Today we're talking about making micro-budget indie films, including horror films, action films, western films, and how to make a film for forty-five pounds, and how to build an indie filmmaking oh. career. We are also giving you, our lovely listeners, 30% off at Raindance Film Festival. Yeah, you heard it right. 30% off any screenings, events or parties. Um, so keep listening and find out how. I am Giles Alderson, the director of the psychological horror feature film The Dare and the feature documentary World of Darkness, which was supposed to be out now in the US, but somebody fucked up our Amazon page. See, I said F then. <laughs> I went for it then. Um, basically, someone else put up an Amazon page saying World of Darkness documentary feature film. Therefore, it stopped the actual World of Darkness feature film, our feature film, actually releasing on the 18th. How, but how disappointing is that? So basically, it's big release. Does that mean if I want, if I want to like stop the next like well, Marvel Civil War coming out, I can just put my own page up and it won't come I out? I reckon you'd have a lot more lawyers on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lot more lawyers kicking you down and stopping you. But yeah, isn't that weird? So anyway, so for all those who went out and bought it, which I imagine or tried to buy, I imagine it was loads of you. Thanks for that. Um, no one messaged me to say. Isn't it free? Work. It's free. It's free in certain places, but not in... Yeah, I know you put up it's free. But yeah. But anyway, that release is now going to be a couple of weeks, apparently. I'll find out. I'll let you know. That's all we can do. Um, It'll be on the Twitter. I've already seen it. You have seen it? You like it, didn't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Andy's uh, DOPing was very good on it. Thanks. No, you... It's fantastic. Andy's amazing DOP. What can you say? You can't say that. I can say that. I can say fucking amazing DOP. See, that's what we have to do. We have to look out for each other. I haven't sworn yet. You guys noticed that? Fuck off. You fuck off. Hey! <laughs> fuck yeah! Look yeah! Podcast fucks. <laughs> um, okay, what else? So yeah, anyway, World of Darkness will be out soon. It is available on Fandango and Direct TV in the US, by the way. And, and in the UK? UK's already out. Yeah. So you can buy it in the UK. It's free. Get it. It's free oh. in the UK. I've watched it. I think you might have got a dodgy copy. No, it was Did on... You get the real one? Because I, I need to buy a DVD, because no one's given me a DVD. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. It's yeah, free on it's there. free on Amazon Prime. Included with go. Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, like I say, yeah, that's enough of that. I'm also the producer of The Serial Killer's Guide to Life. The website is now live at serialkillersguidetolife.com and cassette feature films, both in post-production. And I'm currently in the middle of making TV series Not For Profit and Food For Thought, which is mine and Dan Richardson's documentary about the global vegan phenomenon and what we are doing to our bodies physically and mentally. Follow us on Twitter at foodforthoughtdoc. It is the number four for updates. I'm joined today by the wonderful cinematographer of my latest TV series, Not For Profit. I was going to say... Wait, wait, this is an intro. You're going <laughs> to jump in I know, in but I've read it and it's like... In fourth grade, he filmed a music video for his friend's band. It's it like, doesn't say it says third grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listing your No, it's good. It's just, you know... You you do it. You you give us us Uh your intro. Go on. Well, I shot the dead, didn't I? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I just did not for profit. Yeah. The TV series. You know, some Sweden. other stuff as well. Is that it? You just want to say other I stuff? Just, you don't yeah, want me to like, pick you up? It's on the internet. Well, look, all right. I won't list your credits. That is to dream. One thing left to do. Sunset Dreams. The TV series Supreme True to two series of Borderline and Stella Got Wings. I won't mention those. Oh. See, now it sounds like I wanted you to do it. No, I didn't, <laughs> didn't did, actually. Right? No, it didn't. It didn't. didn't, didn't as, as someone who's new to this, I'm like, oh, oh got away wow, with that it. was amazing. Yeah. You really upsold them. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you did upsell. But people should know that you're an amazing DOP and do work with this guy because he is fucking good. And your new website, not new website, your website mm. has some... My old website. Your old, really fucking old website done on a... Squarespace. Um, <laughs> not sponsored by Squarespace. Why are we sponsored by Squarespace? Everyone else is sponsored by Squarespace. Give them a call. I have to pay for Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> You've said it four times. Now. I know that's got to be worth a free month, right? I got to <laughs> surely get a free month. Right? Yeah. We should be sponsored by film things, right? Like uh, rain dance, rain dance, <laughs> which we are. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, what a segue! No, because I want to talk about rain dance when we talk oh, to cool, Mark. Cool. But we are semi-sponsored by where we are today, which is Just Voices Studio. Um, our brilliant friends who have a wonderful recording facilities here. So if you need a voiceover, if you need ADR, if you need a podcast doing, get in touch with the guys there, get in touch with Lee, get in touch with Simon, and they will sort you out. Thank you, guys. Shout out to Will Kenning, by the way. I think the guys have had a few phone calls, because obviously you can get a little bit of a discount if you mention us. Will Kenning has already been in touch, and he's already booked the space. Shout out to you, Will. Fair play. Oh, oh, wait. I was going to ask you, Andy, what is going on? I was going to do it at the end of your intro. I wrote I'm it sorry? Down. What? What? I was going to do it at the end of your intro. Oh, right. Wait, what? I was going to hey, sort of go... Well, this week? Yeah. Like, right, I, well, um, you've not been on the podcast for a little while. I've true. spoken to you. So true. I wanted to see... Tim, Tim Spall, I think, might have been your last It one. was Tim Spall. Lovely Tim Spall. If you've not Jen. heard that podcast, listen to him. It's brilliant. Uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> Great. Good. Thanks for the chat. <laughs> I have a new agent. I'm now uh, represented by Berlin Associates. Who were told to me once. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> you look like bomb straight away. Yeah. I love it. Oh, this is fucked up. I, oh, God. I, you I, just I, did it. Such foul language. It's like we're pointing at you. I'll cut that. Mm. <laughs> Which means I can't back oh, no. Never mind. Don't cut anything. Come on, it'll be great. No, Makes me trust them. We've got the not? abject terror now of knowing that whatever we say is going to get in. Exactly, but I'm allowed to say that. I never know where to walk this line because, like, there is obviously, like, you know, like, what do you uh, we were dealing with a real issue back in the day, trying to make a feature film, and the agent, one of the writers, was a total arsehole. He made our life an absolute fucking shitstorm, mm. and there was no need for it. There was just no need. So that's my issue. I think he's left now. Thank yeah. you. Fuck. They've been very nice to me. Good. And they'll be very nice to you. Well, I'll be speaking to them soon. Literally, <laughs> now yeah. we're... Yeah, 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 yeah. Very soon. Um, um, so they better be nice to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I have a big dick. So you do just walk into the agency and start swinging it around. like, look at Knocking it's, cups off the table. There's not enough room to <laughs> swing. You're a photographer, you're yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not enough room to swing my dick in here. <laughs> what has happened to this podcast? I I've know it's about me. Film. I it's know you. It's you. Oh, oh, dear. It's Brilliant. Very... I fucking love that. So, um, wait, what's next? Okay. Maybe I've done other things, Giles, you know? Maybe I've... What? Oh, we're back to you. So, wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What have you been up to? Apart from a brand new age, which I'm really pleased about, by the way. Fantastic. Congrats. Yeah, it's good. Um... Uh, you've nothing killed, you've killed it that's it mm. I shot a not profit with you you did which is looking fine it's a mint isn't it oh uh, I've been started I've been shooting on the black magic recently I had magic. a red for years and now I sold it and now I've got black magic 4.6k mm-hmm. which is beautiful and it is gradually becoming quite a usable 
a motion picture camera. And uh, I like that. Quite a usable motion picture camera. <laughs> well, it didn't used to be. Sponsored by... by <laughs> yeah, Magic. get in touch, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, I met Ari. I met Ari and, and talked to him about a new project. Prince Harry? Uh, Prince Harry. They make cinema cameras. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. They had a new little tool that they were like, wanted to, oh, look at this little tool. Oh, I love tools. No, so I went and looked at it mm. and I named it. And now it's Named called it. the name that I gave it. What did you do? You call it the Giles? I think it's been. I think it's been released now. I can talk. It's called the, called the OCU or something. You called it the OCU. Well, no, I called it the. I can't even remember. Now. You, you hang on. A minute. <coughs> it's did a little you... device that like allows you to focus yourself. A flugimajig. A little flugimajig. Mm-hmm. It's called the Operator Control Unit. The OCU. That's a good name, right? OC. It's like it's almost like a TV show, isn't yeah, it's it? Yeah, it's the OC. Watching the OCU tonight. Yeah, it's the app version of the OC. Yeah. Right. So that happens. And you named it. Yeah. You actually named it. And yeah. you didn't think I'll name this the Andrew Roger. I did suggest that. And they were like... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm, no, I mean it. Yeah. You no, no, no I that. want to call it that. Yeah. yeah. Good news. I hope you cut all this because that was very boring. Next. Next. <laughs> Moving on to the next situation. Okay. Um, you know the drill by now. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Get us rocking up the charts. Actually, don't give a shit about that. I wrote that fucking years ago. Don't care. Um, but do subscribe to us on iTunes. Like, share. And if you can't do any of those things because you're a little bit of a moron, then just retweet us on Twitter. That's all we ask. Just retweet. I'm allowed to say moron. Is moron all right? Moron is fine. Can you pass me one of those vegan sweets, please? Thank you. These are great. They are, aren't they? These are what are they called? Oh, I shot a... Blueberry Bliss. <laughs> an advert oh, for vegan sweets. Oh, it's back to you again, is it? Yeah, an advert for vegan sweets. Yeah, you though. did, didn't you? Yeah. Vegan chocolate, wasn't it? Was that good? Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> We're also part of the Britpod Seed and Podfix Network, where you can listen to some other amazing podcasts like 365 Flicks Podcast and Rough Giraffe Podcast. Uh, more Gooder Than, Two Girls on a Bench, and the brilliant Nick and Elizabeth's podcast, Fan Counters. Thank you for all your retweets and likes this week. You guys are amazing. Basically, welcome to this week's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can check out some of our previous shows with indie filmmakers, screenwriters, and actors. There's so many to listen to. If you haven't already, then get your ears filled. There's so much info and knowledge about filmmaking. It's basically a free film school. Why would you not? And if you like us, tell your friends. Tell your nice friends. Tell your friends who might listen to this. Pass it on. And if you know someone who's made a feature and got it out there, let us know. Even if that's you, because we'd love to have you on the podcast. Um, shout outs on this week's podcast go to Nath. I don't know how to say your name. Nathan Abantrix Salmon. Yeah? Sounds great. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, Mark Coleman, who won the Gone in 60 Seconds Empire Challenge last year. Did you see the one with the Chuckle Brothers doing the craze? I didn't, but I imagine it made me really sad now. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You've killed it again. That's... Sorry. I just didn't hear to ruin the podcast, guys. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> And basically, he's about to go into production on his comedy feature. So good luck to you. And good luck to Alan Young and the gang behind Patron, the short film, as they start filming this week. It stars Deborah Wild, who stars in The Dare as well. So good luck, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh-huh. I didn't know that. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Good luck, guys. Yeah. yeah. Now you're saying good luck because you know someone in it. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> no, no. I <laughs> Also, we got a mail from Rebecca Renford, who has her Indiegogo campaign live for her film, I Want to Make You Happy. It's a comedy drama short film about the true cost of happiness and what people are willing to pay to get it. It's directed by BAFTA-nominated Ben Malaby, co-written by XX6 Film Festival director Mark Brennan and comedian Paul F. Taylor and produced by Rebecca Renford. I want to make you happy on Indiegogo. Support if you can, even if that's just a retweet. Link is in the show notes. Right, finally... You've heard him already. 
It's on to today's wonderful guest, Mark V. Price. I, I should have been quiet this whole time, shouldn't I? And just so it's like well, that some was, surprise. That was the A, <coughs> but you dropped the F bomb straight away. Uh, what's the yeah. V stand for? Uh, Vincent, believe it or not. Do you my, know what I was my, gonna, my middle you, name is Vincent, last name is Price, so there's a whole that's amazing. horror theme built in my name already. So basically, from a young age, you were like, do you know what? If I'm called Vincent Price, I might as well make the most of this. It was the dude talking at the end of Thriller for the longest time, and then I started watching Vincent Price movies, and I was like, ah! Ah. ah, yeah, my name's six. All right, because uh, the Mark part. Yeah, uh, well, my it's mom just was a, Mark, I take it. Uh, my mum was a big T-Rex fan, so when Mark Bolin uh, oh. wrapped himself around a tree in Putney, she went, I'm going to name my first bo- firstborn son after him in honour. <laughs> so he crashed. It was a probably better way to put that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like a vegan sort of like hugging the tree type thing. No, no it was no. a horrific car crash that robbed us of a talent. So, yeah. I thought you meant dinosaurs, and then I was like, "Oh no!" Also, yeah, yeah, also, also strange. T-Rex, yeah. That's okay. where they got the name of that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, Mark is a filmmaker, writer, and director who's made his first short film called Midnight. Then wrote, produced, DOP, directed, and edited his first feature film. He just offered me a suite, and I'm trying to do a link because <laughs> I'm nice. You are nice. Um, he made his first feature film, The Zombie Horror, Colin, for forty-five pounds. After making various other shorts, including The End, he made the low-budget feature drama Magpie, which is really cool, before making the recent indie films the action comedy Night Shooters, which is screening at Raindance Film Festival on the 6th and 7th of October, and A Fistful of Lead, a Western. And basically, not wanting to put himself in a filmmaking box, we thought we would put him in one today. <laughs> Do you like the way the link is? That was great, that was awesome. Our Filmmakers Podcast booth at Just Voices Studio to chat to him about his filmmaking journey. It's our delight to welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast Mark Vincent Price. Oh, thank you very much. Woohoo! That's good, we're going to put like some claps and stuff no. or some boos and no. stuff. No. <laughs> 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 Hello, mate. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I drank some of your beer. No, no, you... I'm, I'm over the moon you drank that bit. It needed to go. It needed to be finished. Okay. So I appreciate you doing that. I'm actually disappointed there's not more for you. Which... Oh, it's okay. Um, it's fine. I need to cut back. <laughs> I'm Excellent. not an alcoholic yet. No, but, well, I'm sounds reaching like it. for the beer. <laughs> this pod is all about helping people get off their asses and make their first film. Or the heart of heart, carry on making films. Obviously, with a name like Vincent Price, that's how you first got into films. But what really was the stepping stone to go, do you know what, I can do this? Um, I think the main thing was I'd I'd shot a film that I realised was a terrible idea and wasn't going to work. And whilst trying to fix that, I came up with the idea for Colin and thought, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. let's put this one down. I'll come back to it after Colin, um, (laughs) hoping that people just involved in it would let it go. We made Colin and then, you know, that sort of, did okay I and mean, we sort of moved on from did there really okay. so. did fucking brilliantly oh, yeah. I'd heard about it in Yorkshire and it's just just amazing so you'd made a couple of shorts first um, yeah not many um, I yeah. think I'd, I'd done Midnight uh, yeah I, I'd made one called Nowhere Fast which is what we named our production company after and that was just me trying to have a proper go at it so uh, I got a bunch of Welsh actors who were doing really well in television yes. at the time and I got those guys in and I, I made this this short film uh, there was about 20 minutes so not too short mm. Um and uh, I thought, okay, this this kind of works. I'll do something else. I came to London. I met a load of really amazing actors who I didn't have to coerce into being in my film. I didn't have that with the with Nowhere Fast. Those actors were great. Right. But it's usually me making films with my mates and forcing them to, 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 to be do it. Better. And <laughs> yeah. just please be in this film. I don't um, want to act. 
But in London, there were all these amazing actors. Desperate. Uh, yeah, yeah. they were just very keen to, to do something. I thought that was exciting. So I, I moved to London, and, and that's where the idea for Colin sort of came along, really, after I sort of failed to make this first film, which I can't remember what it was called. But I love that you can't remember what it was called. That says so much. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck that film. It was back then. You know? <laughs> just let it go. Let it go. Um, all right, let's get into Colin then, because... Because why wouldn't we? Um, <laughs> great, great. great. I'm literally because. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. But, all right. Colin. I'll, I'll give the rundown of Wait. Colin because it's so cool. He's bitten by a zombie. He dies and returns as one of the undead. We follow him as he wanders through suburbia. I made that sound much more fun than it was. <laughs> During the throes of a cadaverous a- apocalypse. <laughs> I think I remember writing that. <laughs> A cadaverous apocalypse. Can I we talk as, about it? I went this? as melodramatic as possible. I loved it. I'm over the moon with that. I've never, I, you very rarely hear the word cadaverous yeah. in anything. Uh, and yeah. to put it in your synopsis. He loved reading it. You saw like, his face. See the way I said it? Yeah. Cadaverous apocalypse. I mean, that runs really well together. Uh, I'm sure it makes much sense. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Basically, through his encounters, Colin's encounters, with objects, places, and people, as you wrote. It's all films. You've just described all films. All as, films. Yeah, yeah. 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 We learn who Colin was, and more importantly, what he has now become, including a broad daylight zombie versus human street battle, an epic housebound siege, and bags of gore. I uh, know I didn't write that bit. That was someone overselling that the film. Might be me. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, Colin was made for 45 pounds which is incredible how how the fuck did you do this tell it talk us through i think with with that one it was more a case of uh because at the time obviously we were, we were all quite young and living out of our overdrafts as it all seemed to be in the in are the we all still young and living <laughs> off our overdrafts? they don't let us have overdrafts anymore no um <laughs> that's but, true or um, houses. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I sort of thought, well, the nature of a sort of sudden zombie apocalypse, we could just grab things as we went. So me and all my friends would say, hey, we found a shopping trolley. This would be great for a zombie apocalypse, right? So we we would put a, sh- a shopping trolley in the movie and shoot something on Sunday. And that's how we sort of went about doing it. We'd find things with fashion weapons or whatever mm. we had in this house we'd moved into with loads of crap in it that no one really wanted uh, that was left by the other people. And we just, so we just improvised the movie in that sense. So you didn't have a script? You didn't set out Th- with There was a script, uh, but it was only about, I think, 40 pages long. Excellent. Um, so did you know you were going to make a feature at that point? For that, yeah. I, right. I, I knew I wanted to be featured. I just didn't bother chasing funding because I thought no one's going to accept, first of a 40-page script as a, as a feature. Sure. Um, and then secondly, oh, there's no dialogue and, and it's a very... It's not a typical structure to the story either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of thought, and you know what, I'm... I'll I'll just make this and see what happens. And and the initial plan was to to just go to f- horror forums and say, hey, but you know, there's a movie called Colin. Some guy made, isn't it cool? You should check it out. And then pretend that I was like some random dude. Right. Right. And you have to write words like cadaverous cadaverous apocalypse in the middle of it. And the um, but uh, I think we we end up getting a sales agent and um, Helen Grace, and she suggested going to Cannes. And I thought, well, that's silly. No one's going to be interested in this. And at the time, the news was focusing on credit crunch sort of um, mm. filmmaking. And ours fit really well into that bracket. Because um, someone just said, how much did it cost? And I think my sales agent thought, oh, about £200. Like, I don't have £200 to make a movie. It's probably about 40, 50 quid, something like that. Um, and, and, you know, it just was a film. We did, I had a camcorder. I had a computer. So we just right. made the movie. And you just shot at weekends or whenever you could. Yeah, there were three weeks where we sort of put some proper time into it. And then everything then was pickups and weekends and um, lots of 
little tricks like that and trying things with makeup effects and seeing what we could do ourselves. And then, you know, if you look at, if you watch the film, it's quite hideous to look at. It's um, not, though. But That's we the overexposed thing. so we could make yeah. this, the effects sell a little bit better if that. Because they do, but I, but even like stuff like blood costs money. Even stuff like time and light, you know, and food. Yeah, well, we we'd make the blood using um, uh, sort of a golden syrup uh-huh. and uh, you know, red food coloring, black food coloring, right. bit of warm water just to get the consistency a bit right. And then of course, because we push the contrast it looked a lot better as well we just chuck some bananas in there and just throw it on the floor throw it on people and, you know it's, it ended up looking all right <laughs> did some people who obviously the first few days this is fun suddenly went yeah do you know what? i'm not coming back next weekend because this shit doesn't come off <laughs> my skin is ruined alistair who played colin there was a whole scene where he has a fight with a zombie in the kitchen at the beginning and he sort of falls on the floor and he said that his ass was red for about a for about a month <laughs> He just couldn't get it on. He said, I don't know what's going on there. You have to wait for that skin to regenerate because it, totally. it ain't this, going away. That's amazing. Amazing. And you had, you had the really cool cast. I mean, lots of, you're, the cast you worked on with that have come back I use, again and I, again. I, I love, I, I shouldn't say use. I work with the guys, uh, the same actors Daisy a lot. Aikins, Daisy and, yeah, and Alistair Curtin, obviously. Daisy just made her first feature, actually. She's uh, d- uh, You, Me and Him with David Tennant and Lucy Punch. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's just uh, is, is an excellent director now. So. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah, we'll get her on. We'll she's in Night Shoes as well. She, I love Daisy. She just keeps coming and doing these amazing favors whenever I'm like do you want to come and do this for a day and she's like oh yeah that sounds great <laughs> i don't know why she doesn't need to that's so cool uh, but much she likes to work with you there must be you know we, i think we enjoy working together it's uh mm-hmm. it's it's always a case of you know as an actor i'm always saying well what what do you think what can we try yeah. and she's always really eager to just try stuff i think she'd been directing at that point in night shooters for uh you know a year pulling her own feature together i think yes. it was nice for her to go you know what i'm just gonna play and be an actor for it, for an evening because <laughs> it's really nice actually I've, i did it recently on a couple of things and it was so nice to not have to think about everything else or when people are gonna have lunch or how we're gonna get this from there to there to just sort of stand and go okay you want me to hit my mark and say a word oh, <laughs> all right i can do that so yeah it's i, I get it it's mm. kind of nice to just not think for a while and then that's not putting anything down for actors it's just a different mindset so, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it. I think when you you got to think about you know connecting. I mean, the way I do it at least is thinking about connecting shots and how those things go together. And um, I don't really shoot coverage. I've got a, an idea of how I want things to flow, mm-hmm. so I'm very much like that to that to this to that. Okay, committing to this, and because <laughs> you haven't edit- got time because our schedule is so tight, we're just going to move on. Yeah, um, and because you edit, then for you're picturing yeah. it together as you go, right? Well, it's been nice because when we did the western, uh, my cinematographer to try and take some of the heavy edit work uh, load off me. Because um, I was working on finishing night shooters at the same time, he, he would uh, he we we'd block the shots so so we'd get one side of a room and it would be a, a master shot with lots of movement and people stepping into close ups and then revealing stuff behind people, but that was designed to be intercut with a similar shot the other end of the room and, and he was just like I, I don't know where to cut into this I'm ruining the shots we got these shot as a whole shot can we just use it it's like no you can't because you know you can't see who they're talking to otherwise <laughs> it's like, yeah it's okay it's fine just just break the shot up it'll be great don't worry about it right. and um but it's it's nice to be able to do those sort of things but like we get our little kicks out of it in the rushes and then you just put it together then for hopefully people to get a kick out of when they if they choose to watch it all yeah. four of them all four of them but, <laughs> all four of them but thank you all four of you yes <laughs> mum dad my brother sometimes Some, sometimes <laughs> And who's the other person? 
my brother's wife. Right. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> when she's forced at Christmas. Please, do we have to watch Colin again? Yes, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas tradition. That's what we do. I mean, what a great start for you for sort of going, I'm just shooting this with my mates yeah. for fuck all money. Yeah. And suddenly now you're you're getting it released and people are talking about it. I'm hearing about it in Yorkshire and that's just, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's uh, it was a surprise. And yeah. 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 Uh, so how did what did you go from there? What was what was your journey from there? Because obviously now you've got a, a semi well-known film. It's even talked about in total film and empire, right? That's, I remember yeah, yeah, seeing the, it there as well. From Colin, I just wanted to make something else. And uh, there was a big, there's a sort of a World War II sort of monster movie I wanted to do. A all set and a Handley Page Halifax bomber. Oh. And the money wasn't coming together for that. And I thought, well, look, let's Dominic Brunt and and mm. you know it came along and because uh, I screened Colin at his zombie festival he does with Mark Charnock. Nice. And uh, he sort of asked how the film was going, saying that him and his wife would like to invest in it. And I said, well, if you put that money into the film, all it'll do is pay for my rent for a couple of months, <laughs> and then uh, and then we London, won't have a darling. film at the end of it. I said, but I can take that investment and make an entirely different film he said we just want to help it's what we do anyway with certain mm -hmm. films that we're sort of happy with and so he just they, they put the money in and so we made magpie out of that and yeah i think and the mac was an, an interesting one because it, it's an indie drama <laughs> which no, is really hard to sell yeah no right? no, no one bought it <laughs> uh, i mean we, we got it distributed in the us which is great and i got to do a little mini sort of public publicity tour there and mm. that was fantastic and i really enjoyed watching it with the us audiences but um, yeah, but that that was kind of it for Magpie. Really, we we it's on Amazon Prime now. But that's it for. I mean, the film's gonna it died a very slow, painful death, which is a shame. <laughs> it's basically about a ne negligent father who makes an unwelcome appearance at his nine-year-old son's funeral and steals the coffin. Craig Russell's in it, who's been in a lot of your mm. films. I've seen him around a lot. Mm. He's a really cool guy. Daisy Aitkins again, and uh, Phil Deguara, who again you've worked with quite a lot. Yeah, I think since uh, Magpie, I think Phil's been in everything. Mm. Craig's been in everything. Uh, Daisy's been in nearly everything. Um, yeah, it's uh, and Alistair who was Colin was yeah, in that as well. He was, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was. I mean, I think the thing about Magpie that is a bit of a shame is I do think the performances those guys gave are absolutely Incredible. amazing, really good. Yeah, they elevated the film yeah. to a completely different place, and it was a lot of fun working on that. That was entirely improvised, no script, just a structure. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a, a solid structure that we were going to work towards. Uh, so we knew what we needed to achieve in each scene, but in those scenes, I said, "Here are the restrictions. This is the sandpit. Let's play." Mm. Um, and that was what we did with with Magpie. And how? Okay, so how would you work with your your camera department? Then, will you say, "Okay, well, look, just follow it," because it did feel really natural and alive, which is what you're saying mm. now makes sense to me. That was improvised. Yeah, I mean, I was on the camera there. Um, you so, operated. Yeah, I yeah. think we we gave the sort of DP credit to Alex Neville, who was this really young uh, kid at the time, and it was one of his first yeah. features. And uh, he's he's so is, he was on one camera, I was on the other. I don't really. I think I tried to sum up all of my credits in you one. And you don't one. need a cinematographer credit, right? It's kind of like do you need no, it's it? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I think I'm always very careful of those things when you got a, the end credits yeah. and it says like a billion different things. <laughs> catering, it's yeah. a bit. <laughs> catering, like, yeah, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> I have different names for stuff I do. Yeah, I just have different names. Andrew Rogers. Andrew Rogers, <laughs> main one I use a lot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I actually do have different names. I've got them, you know. When I've done whatever I've done on the films, I'll, I don't want to. I don't want a first AD credit. I don't want a, a holding the camera credit. I'll call it that because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say cinematographer because that's insane. Well, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting because even on the, I mean, I'm, all, I'm usually shooting something. Yeah. Um, usually the action. So in the case of night shooters, yes, I was I operated on all the action. Um. 
mainly because I mean those, those guys hurt themselves when they fight, and if I take screwed up because the camera's in the right position. I'd rather be the one responsible. Blame for that. yourself. Uh, yeah, for that. so I can say, guys, look, I screwed that up. But I'm, I'm quite cautious with how we do it. So I'm like, look, they've got the move down, and I like, know one more time. There, 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 there. Okay, let's go. And then we normally get in about three takes because after that, the energy goes. You, you can't. Yeah. And, and the same thing on the western. Um, even though Sam Walker is fully capable of of operating on that, I just enjoy doing it. And so for the action in that, I would you know, get the camera and just start <laughs> chasing James Groom as he's shooting people in the balls and the chest and the face and then throwing a gun at someone else and, you know, all that sort of fun stuff. All the fun stuff, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's really nice, isn't it? Though though that whole... Because I find whenever I've had to operate the camera, I find it very difficult to direct, as in if right. it's drama or if they're talking. Maybe it's different in acting, but... I, I talk a lot during takes. I'm very... Oh, you're uh, vocal as yeah, you're moving very, the camera. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just very sort of like, you know, look back, look down, look up, look left. <laughs> and, I, and I say, say that again, I'll throw lines at the actors and it's... Uh, Even though you're holding the camera? Yeah, yeah. It's wow. very organic. <laughs> it's but a, that's a talent, right? Yeah, yeah. The actors know that I do that. It's not a case of interrupting performance or anything like that. Yeah. And it's, you know, so... The sound I, guy's going, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> I've got to mix the sound sometimes too, so I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. You're doing the sound. You're like, well, I'm mixing it, so I'll just mix out my own voice. Don't care. We had some uh, great guys working on the sound on the last two films on Fistful of Lead and on um, on Night Shooters, and uh, they keep uh, having a pop at me because I just I've never said fuck Atmos, but they keep saying fuck Atmos. Is it Mark? Just fuck Atmos. I'm like, no. <laughs> so that, I, I just don't use it very often. So I've got these Atmos tracks. I don't really use them. And... So true. People spend eight. What was it on the day? We had like it's a two minute Atmos track. Five minutes later, it was just yeah. an Atmos yeah. track. I'm like, really? Yeah, everyone's just like stood around. Stood around, but the sound mixer didn't use any of it. He just kind of went, oh, I just did my own bed. I made it up. I made this. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, we're wasting time, valuable time. Though it's important to get, you know, <laughs> ADR not... on set. Let's not diminish the yeah, abilities of all the sound, sound people. people. Come right in here. Yeah. I'll go to your work. You're very important. <laughs> yeah. It's true, very. I think that's, mm. what, that's what I'm finding it's going. Is that I'm, I'm, I'm not as worried about different departments, whereas before I used to have to be across the mall because who else was doing bit. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just let people work. And it's the same. I've always done it with actors and it's nice to do it with cinematographers and I love sort of sitting in a space and going, what do you guys think? This is what I'm thinking. And if there's no, you know, solid ideas, and no I can't, think, I can't think of a scene, we'll usually work something out. It's not, um, it's not like, an, it's not an ego trip. It's just accepting that I've got a movie up here mm-hmm. and I'm happy with it, but a better movie is all of this, us all coming together and figuring something sure, out yeah, and, and yeah. throwing in like, you know, their two cents, you know, when it, with the writing, I'm more structured than I am what the characters say. Yes. So I'm happy for the actors to change the dialogue if they think, it's appropriate, you yep, know. Totally so, agree. Because yeah. it's coming out of their mouths, so it needs yeah. to feel natural. We don't want it to be stilted. Yeah, it's like this is what I would say, but yeah. I'm not Canadian, so Caitlin, you find a way of saying it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not from Yorkshire, so Adam McNabb, you find something to say. <laughs> so it's that's how I'm doing with all the actors and mm. it, it just works for me. I, I think that's really organic. I think that's a lovely way to work. Let's talk about a night shooter then, because it is screening at Rain Dance on October the sixth at eight PM and October the seventh at three thirty PM. Yeah, we're also screening at Mayhem Festival in Nottingham as well. Yes, which I saw is, that. Uh, which I'm really excited it, about the 12th of october my that is the 12th yes it's oh, a friday fuck me my memory's good <laughs> it's really not i have a shit memory but i remembered that i can't go to that i've got a gig with uh with when the wolf comes home sorry we're back to in you leeds again. that night leeds so, yeah at the uh temple of boom I'll tell so my i dad. can't i can't your dad will come down oh i love oh, it i do love your dad he's great he's we're, we're d- in... don't think he'll love do you not think he'll be into it i do you know what he probably would be yeah he's got taste. tell me what kind of music it is real quick make it short uh, oh Jesus! I don't know. I... Say metal. 
Metal. Everyone loves metal. Metal, metal. metal and hardcore. <laughs> Hence why my dad would, you know. Yeah, metal and hardcore, I guess. It's re- actually, <laughs> it's very cool. His album is out now, When the Wolf oh, Comes Home. Oh, that's what I've been doing. My, my album came out. Back to you again. When the Wolf Comes Home. You, you were plugging me. <laughs> and I interrupted you to, to plug myself. That's true. It's, it, if you like metal and hardcore, hardcore, you will like this album. There we go. Okay. See what I did there? Nice. You can use that on a poster. Nice. I just took a punt. No, it kind of is. Oh, it's it a fair guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got long hair and a beard. You yeah. Could, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be... It's not going to be indie pop. No. Oh, it could be. Could be. Anything else you want to plug, Andy, or should we move no, on? No, I'm going to get back into Star Trek. Star Trek right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could get into Star Trek. Yeah. We could, but we're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's which is the best night for people to... Oh, which is the best night? Which is the best screening for people to come to? Where will you be at? Um, I'll be at all of them. Um, okay. I think the one on the evening uh, the, arena, so the 6th... The 6th of October, 8pm. 8, 8 yeah, 8pm. I think that's, the, the, that's sort of our first official screening. Um, okay, so, who's doing your Q and A? I'm not sure. Oh, um, I'm available. Yay! <laughs> That'd be fun. Happily <laughs> be chat <laughs> shit for hours with you. We'll I'll get be... it over with really quickly and say, "Just listen to the podcast." Yes, this is the podcast. <laughs> it's all the bar now. I'll just play the podcast. <laughs> Sit here and fucking listen. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we scratch mm, mm, Really good. Yeah, very good. Oh, these guys are good, aren't they? Um, right, it's night shooters. It's a film crew. Led by uh, a guy called Donny. Um, they come to witness a gangland hit. I didn't write that synopsis. It's not quite true. <laughs> let's, let's see how inaccurate right, it is. Let's, <laughs> wait, let, let's do yours. Tell us what Night oh, Shooters okay, okay, about. So, oh, right, shit. Um, oh, man, I, I know, it's just what I did with Andy. Bus here, didn't I? You did. Um, Which could be a okay, good film. So, so I, the way I've described Short it is... <laughs> Night Shooters is a film about a group of filmmakers who witness a brutal gangland murder. And... Uh, have to use their filmmaking skills as weapons to try to survive an onslaught from a bunch of gangsters who are trying to get rid of any witnesses. And that's it. <laughs> this is guerrilla filmmaking. Stop being a bunch of pussies. Ah, I've got something in my... Get it out, get it out! Fuck right off. I'm out of here. I once had a close-up of Harper's jugular getting ripped out proper stringy, sinewy, viscera like Day of the Dead type shit. You're going to be fucking kidding me. You two did this on purpose. He keeps trying to touch me. Whoa, mate, you do not do that. I told you never touch me again. What's this? Whoa, 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 don't touch that. Why? Those are detonator cables. Detonator cables? Nothing's going to happen until the morning. <laughs> Eye for an eye, Filzy boy. Eye for an eye. Guys? I'm burning you to death. Who the fucking fuck are those fucking fucks? We need to move. If they saw any of that, boss, we could be in the ship. Someone who can throw a punch. Whoa! Whoa! Who the fuck? We're doing the fancy round those kicks and shit. Don't look at me, that's fucking racist. I don't give a shoot, alright? It's a fucking compliment. It's not a compliment, that's even more racist. What if they don't want to kill us? What if they just want to chat us somewhere? Just a language barrier because no one speaks fucking bullet, you dildo. That camera was switched on and it shows just one of our faces. Their eyes were on. So you need to go back in there and switch them off! None of them get away. They're gonna come back in. It's absolute surprises for them. 
My scripts can set off some of these Geary explosives. Is that a Geary charge? Help me two sugars, please, sweetheart. I'm late to not go to fucking prison because my fucking crew couldn't get a bunch of fucking film students! Anything can set this off, but a charge, a bullet, I can use this to help us out. Um, but yeah, I think each of the cast worked superbly well and mm. we shot the whole thing at night because it worked out to be kind of easier that way for lots of technical reasons. Um, and yeah, and that was, uh, that was our movie. Lots of, lots of little fights and really fun character stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, well, it stars, um, Craig Russell again. Craig's in it. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not, we're not going to say who's the lead. <laughs> uh, Wendy Glenn, Phil Degura. Can Wait, I s- Wendy Glenn's in like three shots. <laughs> She's in three shots. Not in it. <laughs> so um, Wendy Glenn. You're not in the movie. She's not <laughs> she seen is, it. But is it not, not? You've been three shots, <laughs> been um, outed. But they're three 14 minutes. They're they 14 minutes, shots, yeah, and they're they? really so, good. And yeah, she's, they're, she's, good, they're good shots. Yeah. They're very in focus. Well, 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 that's <laughs> important. We, we got that nailed. No sound, because you were talking over it. <laughs> uh, Phil Degura, is that De, how you pronounce it? Deguara. Deguara. Oh, check him out. Yeah, Deguara. It, it's written Deguara. <laughs> Uh, Daisy Aikens again, uh, Rosanna Holt. Daisy's in Doug uh, Allen. two shots also. <laughs> she's not. She, she's she's in a lot of extras. Uh, and Jean-Paul Lee as Donny. Uh, yeah, JP, yeah, he's in it as well. Great. He, no, he, he does do a lot. He does a lot of fighting. He's, he's very cool. How many shots is he in? Oh, he's in at least a dozen. Wow. <laughs> uh, is, is he in more shots than VFX shots? Um, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to cut down on the VFX. Speaking of which, actually, uh, yeah. uh, Phil Deguara, his brother, uh, Jean-Claude Deguara, runs uh, Milk Visual Effects. Oh, he's he's, he's ah. one of the co-owners of it. Sorry, I shouldn't say he runs it. And they did us a lot of visual effect shots that, nice. you know, as a, as a very amazing sort of deal with us. I think they end up doing the amount of visual effect shots that were more than the budget. Uh, but of right. course, they didn't charge us that rate, oh, <laughs> which so is nice. very kind of them. Right. That's very kind, that's very kind. kind. Yeah. Produced by Michelle Parkin. Yes, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Great. is amazing. Yeah, DOP was Tom Barker, but you did a lot Tom, of work yes. with him as well. Okay, uh, and Alex Austin was your second unit. She was the second unit director on Cassette. Oh, you know Alex. She came and worked on cassette. For oh, us. wicked! Wicked! Yeah. yeah, Alex is on our crew. Yeah, yeah she's she's go. great. She's um yeah she's uh whipping the actors into shape whenever yeah. they're misbehaving. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so night shooters. It's fucking brilliant i cannot wait i can't say it's fucking brilliant the trailer looks fucking brilliant oh, thank you. Yeah. i cannot wait to see this movie it's so up my straza um i cannot say otherwise i can't wait to see this filmmakers getting locked in a place and having to fight their way out using their film equipment yeah it's so much fun i mean there's because our sound guy usually he's laying uh lav mics not lavender the, all, mics. All, not lavender no. mics. <laughs> Radio mics all mm. over the place just so uh, they can... Oh, the bad guys are coming up this way now. Now they're coming up that way. Love it. The, there's a martial artist. The stuntman's a martial artist. So we got some some cool fights. The special effects lady uh, sets off very dangerous <laughs> squib and explosions, uh, which is quite fun. Um, yeah, there's loads of fun but stuff. Because I, I imagine you must have gone so far with this in your mind of where you could take it because it's such a great concept. 
and you, and you're kind of like, well, look, obviously actors do fake punches, but can't do real punches. So you've got all that stuff to play. That much, I just can't wait. There's, uh, I had a lot of fun uh, trying to, because I've never had the problems that they have in the film. Uh, I'm very lucky. I think a lot of the guys I work with are always very, um, you know, friendly, and everyone's on board, and, and and they want the film to work. So I've never really had anyone saying, oh, not my department, which is a thing that comes up in the film a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a lovely arc for the song guy. Actually, is like you know, it's not my department. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not getting paid enough to be here. All the sort of uh, the stuff that we are aware of, <laughs> but I haven't experienced. I'm very lucky. Um, oh, good. And good. so, uh, yeah, so it was really good fun. And in fact, we had such a great time, and it. it was such a lovely team. It turns out that uh, one of the guys who was operating the the boom, Zach, mm. he can fight. I walked into a room and I saw him doing shit with some nunchucks. I went, "Shit, you can do that!" And he went, "Yeah." I went, "Oh." Need some goons for this scene. You're gonna shove a balaclava on, be in it. So you got him fighting the sound guy. So the sound guy is fighting the Love sound it. guy character in the movie, which That's is one of those brilliant. really fun moments yes. where they're using the boom pole as a, a weapon to stop them fall through the doors. <laughs> which is like a really fun little piece of choreography that JP threw in for us. That's really cool. And the film they're actually trying to film. Do we? Yeah. S- do we see some of that? You do. Um, Great. <laughs> and. Uh, I'll show you guys. I, oh, maybe I should let you watch the film. It's a bit of a cheat, what we do with it. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun, and it's like a nice action sequence from that film that we open our movie on. But, um, oh, fuck it, I'll just ruin it. Like, who the fuck's going to watch the film anyway? I'll just ruin the beginning of the No, film. well, the people right. who come to listen to this will be coming to the screening. Oh, oh shit. Don't well, that's ru- a dilemma. It is. Well, well, they all might come and say hello to you. They'll all be following you this next week oh, on man, Twitter. I could do with some more followers. I'm so desperate for attention. It's... Uh... <laughs> I stand outside Marks and Spencer's with a sign saying, give me attention or hugs. What's your, what's your Instagram? Uh, uh, yeah, I think I've got the same one. I'm, it's a very annoying one. It's um, at Mark underscore V underscore price. So it's a bit of an annoying one. You've got to... That's why I don't have any followers. No one gives it. And it's the same on Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah the same on Twitter But once you're following you, then... Yes. Hey, do it. So all the people who are listening to this now, go follow Mark on Twitter and Instagram, Mark underscore V underscore price. Oh, I feel so great. I can just be the most dismissive person to any <laughs> questions. Dis- <laughs> dismissive? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I love that. Yeah, suddenly the, all these people going, he seemed like such a nice guy on the podcast. He's like, just all his crew saying he's so cool, but really <laughs> just wanted just, attention. Just, just wanted attention. Right. Uh-oh. Is that me? Oh, Oh, okay. No, it's not. A friend of ours oh, just got engaged. Well, Sorry, all about me. Andy <laughs> just showed me a picture. He was looking for you. Ah, and a friend of ours just got engaged. Oh, Can we? Nice. Add, well, let's say who it is. It's one of the. It's the lead girl in the dare, Alexandra oh, Evans. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. He just got engaged. This is this is your life now. That's it. This, this is who is you it. are now forever. This is it. Yeah, great. Um, she's great in the dare, by the way. She's really cool. Um, so okay. <laughs> Night shows. Um, what, is, what was obviously you're doing the action stuff now, and obviously you'd gone from zombie to drama, and now you're making an action comedy. How did you do that? Um, I, th- I think I've always had a love of action. I've always tried to, even in Colin, there's we, we there have to quite shoot a the bit action. Of action. Yeah, sure. I would have to do it a certain way. No one could fight, so we would make up for that by moving the camera a lot, um, which which became a style that I think people started to really hate. But I've I've always wanted to just I've, I'm a big fan of the Hong Kong movies and sort of Jackie Chan, Samuel mm-hmm. Hung, and Yun Bai and stuff. So I I love having uh, to be able to not move the camera or to show what's happening, which is oddly sometimes you know can feel like less filmmaking. <laughs> you're you're yes. just letting people do their thing. But I love that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, so when I was doing things when I was younger with friends, I'd have to use the pace of the of the cuts. Uh, to because I did a film. This is a really weird film I made with friends in uni, where uh, my mate is cloned into a group of 
bad guys and then a bunch of good guys have to fight. And I thought, well, I can't cut from handheld groups of people to static, you know, split screen effects. <laughs> uh, so I had to try and find ways of getting that pace across through cutting. So that yeah. was a nice way to sort of get into it and understand it a little bit. And then, of course, by the time it came to Night Shooters, it was a case of just making sure we got shots completed, then moved on to the next bit. Um, Did you storyboard at all some of the action stuff? No, I, I don't storyboard. Um, okay. I think uh, JP had sort of prevised. Well, I went with him to previs some of the fights, and you know, in those sessions, I'd sort of tweak things. And that's the guy who plays Donnie. That's the guy who plays Donnie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because it was quite funny in uh, the first time we we went on there. Because the character's whole arc is um, about like not really killing people. Right. Um, and because he's into John Wick, so he's like he's doing this thing with guns. I like I noticed that guy's flicking his head back before falling down and not moving for the rest of the scene. Are you killing these guys? <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, well, dude, I know they're extras, but you can't fucking kill them and have no emotional." <laughs> like, like we got it, like you know. Uh, and he went, "Oh, you've ruined the choreography." And I went, "No, I haven't, mate. Just move the gun slightly to the right. Shoulder shot. Problem solved. Brilliant. Just have him still on the floor, but he's squirming a bit and going, ah, yeah." And he's he was like, dead. "Okay, fine. I think he enjoyed the." Mm. collaboration which i don't know if he, he gets that a lot but uh because i i know what i want to see and and he's very ambitious of what he choreographs mm. um so i just sort of enjoyed that process and then we just sort of show up and shoot the fight i mean one of the fights was really impressive because him and a guy called um hong he, he would show up and he'd they'd never met or rehearsed the the fight right uh they were friends they they talked it through on skype I love it. they showed up and i said yeah. right where am i going <laughs> like what if we try this here here and i was like okay because um, I, I think you know, they want everything to be wide. They want everything to be wide. They like, want to show off. Their, yeah, yeah, so like yeah. I said, no, nah, that's, that's, we can't be too wide. I'm going to have to do this, this, this. He said, can you run around there and do like a full sort of 180? I said, you want me to run in a 180 circle at the speed that you throw a punch in a straight line? <laughs> I was like, I... Sorry, I, just let me I, set I, up I mean, 80 I don't think cameras. I could do that. One minute. Really <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think we've got the budget. Yeah. Honestly. But, um, <laughs> but I say, can you turn him around? So little things like that, little tweaks. But it always worked out really well. And that is one of the best fights in the film, I think. Um, right. Okay, great. It's... Uh, and that was the thing I tried to do with the fights is that um, it was all about trying to find an emotional story in the action mm. because if you don't care about it then it's just a bunch of stunt guys throwing punches at each other so I'd always try to find the emotion, the emotional uh, sort of arc in mm. a story or, or the emotional content and you know that's where the filmmaking comes in I guess and, yes. and it's stuff I've always really enjoyed finding um, and, and yeah and in like she was I think that all these characters have their moments yeah. um, even the bad guys we don't just you know, because when we were working with the bad guys, we'd never say, you're bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. But, um, and they're, they're terrible human beings. But it'd be fun to try and find a realism in there. Because I've got to watch this thing more than anyone else. Of course you have. You've got to sit through just the gonna... edit. You've got to sit through the sound mix. You've got to sit through it all. It's yeah. really hard. It's tough. I've just got to hope that, you know, my tastes, there are enough people who share those tastes that will get a kick out of the film. Absolutely. That, that's, you... that's all you have to do. So let's just jump back a tiny bit on this and how you actually managed to get the money for it and how you managed to find locations. Let's go right there for us yeah i mean uh the money initially we were looking at two people uh, there were two 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 routes we were going through um one was through uh there's, there's a company called uh white hot in australia mm-hmm. who ascendant the uk distributor have a link with so they'd sort of gone to those guys and there was uh there's another group of people who financed the western and we were waiting for both of those to get back to us and we thought we don't know what to do ascendant came back with an offer and we were waiting for the other people who we knew we were going to have a longer relationship with in terms of work. So we were a little bit worried about disappointing them uh, when there was an offer on the table. And they said, oh, 
our financiers have asked for you to sort of tweak a few things. Ascendant weren't. They were like, just just make it with us. So, right. and they they said to us, go with Ascendant, go make that movie. I went, okay, great. So uh, so we did, and they said, by the way, do you want to do this western? And I went, yep, we'll do that as soon as we finish shooting this. Uh, just that. give you some time to write it, and we'll be fine. So um, so yeah, so I think uh, through uh, White Hot. Mm-hmm. It got financed, and yeah, then we just it's just a case of finding a location, which is very tricky. And they weren't after any named actors. They weren't after anything. They just read the script and and you and your back history and went, yeah, okay, cool. We'll put a I, bit of cash in. I think it's that the film was cheap and and right. ambitious, and I think that uh, they had a relationship that was existing with JP anyway. Ah, um, okay. And so they sort of just went, they were like, oh, cool. Do you think you can do this? And they saw some of the stuff that he'd done for nothing and some other stuff that I'd done for nothing. And I think they just went, yeah, okay, cool. Let's, let's do it. I don't think me, I had anything to do with it. <laughs> well, I'm not that, sure where the decision came from, to be honest. Well, I think the fact that you made two other features that were brilliant before that really helps. Maybe. I, I mean, yeah, I, I you know, I, I, it's actually it's a little bit sort of confusing as to, I think it was more the opportunity to, to, like I said, is an action film yeah. with someone who has the potential to actually do more action films. Mm. And I think, you know, with that relationship sure. and, and a decent showcase film, yes. maybe they could get more money and, and we were a safe bet. Yeah. And for Lightning, it was obviously not too much of a risk for them either. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's how that sort of played out really. Great. And as great- far as I know, I'm really... Uh, Michelle Parkin did most of the sort of communicating on that sort of fine, stuff. Fine, Okay. And, and great she- to get into Rain Dance. I mean, that's fantastic, yeah. right? I mean, that was amazing. Because the, the film was initially slated to be released in July. And then for, for reasons, it, it didn't get released. And I thought, oh, well, in that case, I know some festivals. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I sort of said, hey, guys, I've made a film. Do you want to look well, did at Did you it? just email them? Is it people from the past you'd met? Yeah, I mean, because I, I, the guys at Raindance, they know me from Colin. And they mm. were really, really generous with Colin. And so uh, in, in that way where... You know, there wasn't there wasn't an option to submit it before the option now came right cropped up, and they were and then they were like, okay, then fine, we'll have a look, and but we can't make any promises. And yeah, they were really really kind to us and mm-hmm. said, yeah, we'd love to screen this. Uh, it's great. amazing and generous and really exciting. So I get to talk about the movie and see what it plays like with an audience can't at least wait. twice before I can't wait. Speaking of rain dance, um, we have our offer, and it is basically you can go to any screening. Any party and any event during the film festival for 30% off. Uh, Go to the show notes and click on the link and then put in the discount code RDPODCAST30. There you go. What more do you want? It's amazing filmmakers. I'll be there. Uh, Mark will be there. Yes. Andy, you coming? When is it? (laughs) 26th to the 7th of October. 26th of September. That was good. Was that a little trick? Because you're like, oh, you didn't say the date. (laughs) No. I don't know how I remember those dates either. So texting, don't forget to say that. No, I have no idea. I think they're the dates. I think it's 26 to the I'll 7th. be there. Good man. You'll meet Andy there and he'll be peddling his t- t- CDs of some band or other. <laughs> Just photocopied. Photocopied like Jesus. Yeah. Andy giving away his Mixtapes. Mixtapes. Here you go. Mixtapes. Um, I, I can't wait to see Night Shoots. I'm really excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, congratulations yeah. on making it and well done. Um, and we could talk about um, fistful, of lead, fistful of lead. What can you tell us about it? I mean, I got really lucky with that one as well. Where they they let us uh, we, a location had fallen through, so the initial story that they had that they wanted written, we couldn't shoot because uh, the, the location had been flooded, and we had to. I actually needed the job, <laughs> so I was like, "Shit! Uh, right. What if we change the story to this, 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 and this?" Because I cleared my schedule basically, and um, and they said, uh, "Yep, that sounds great." 
make that. So we we changed the locations a little bit, and we were able to go out and make that movie. So we shot in Shropshire. Yep. Uh, during uh, the, was it the Beast from the East? Was they oh, call yeah, it? And so yeah. so the snow added some production value, mm-hmm. um, and also made you very cold and yeah. wet. Uh, yeah, we were ready miserable. for that. We were ready for that. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> um, and then we crampons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, and then we have what the hell was it? Then we we shot in uh, a mine in Wales, a uh, mine museum, which was, was oh. double for a gold mine. And uh, we were in uh, the other place was Laredo, which is a lovely western town in Kent, mm-hmm. which looks very authentic and fantastic. And we were able to, so the film looks a lot more expensive than it was. Yeah, it does. And again, was it similar budget to Night Shooters? Or was... It was, I think my, Night Shooters had £1,000 more <laughs> than that one. So right. that, that's all we had. And so. that was because Night Shooters obviously set in one place, so it's a bit easier. Mm. But with this, you're going location Roll to location, place, which yeah. changes your budget massively. Yeah. And again, it's a film that I wanted to have, like, again, those those numbers. Mm. Uh, and we got lots of lovely people that came down and brought their their guns and and you know yeah. things looked amazing you know the difference between if you can give any advice between a horror a drama um an action comedy and a western as a director hmm. um i can from the way i like to tell the stories uh, there, there there isn't it's all about the people who populate those stories mm. and getting the audience to care about those people so that whatever you do to those people they they are invested emotionally in some way, shape, or form. Uh, whether you hate them, whether you like them, whether you grow to hate them or grow to like them, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all the same uh, goal. You're just playing different tones and different uh, different genres. I mean, uh, there's humor in all of them. All of them, there's there's themes that I have them that are, that are close to me. They're very personal in all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so for me, there's not much difference. It's just telling that story as best as you can. Great, great advice. And writing stuff as well. Yeah, How do writing. you go about writing stuff? Um, writing is interesting. I mean, I, I've, I always try to do the hero's journey structure because oh, okay. I know it's popular. <laughs> well, people like to talk about it but, and sound I good can't. saying it. No, no, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, I'm always much more interested in, in maybe even hinting that we start that way, but then... I love how the smallest thing can just change everything. I think it's because I read a lot of um, like real life uh, like survival stories, right. like a teeny decision, like a character deciding to be brave for a bit and how it all falls apart. So you you see that in the sound guy in in Night Shooters. Mm. You know, we really see his arc the from arcs and the from journeys. screw these people. I'm not getting paid enough to be here to how he develops into that. Which played by Nicky Evans, who's one of the, the best actors I've ever worked with. Oh, who's in Shameless and yeah. is an amazing actor. Um, so yeah, so you see those sort of things. It's great that you have yeah, your yeah, way to yeah. write screenplays. It's really interesting. I find that that's great. Okay, good. So uh, Fist of a Legend, you don't know when it's going to be out. That's out in December. I think uh, Sony US have that one. So that should be out in the US in December. Night Shoes, I think, is coming out in January. Great. Okay. Um, so we'll plug this podcast again in January. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It was, it was the... Um, was the, was the red letter media saying fuck you it's January whatever shit <laughs> so I'm like you know maybe we'll be the the, the fleck of glitter yeah. in the turd who knows or we'll blend in with the rest of the shit <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll find out the fleck of glitter in the turd That's, that should be on your poster <laughs> I love it flicker amazing okay great so go to Raindance on 6th uh, 6th of October 8pm 
and where I'll be there. And it's also showing on October the 7th at 3.30 p.m. Night shoots at Rain Dance. Thank you so much for your time, Mark. This has been amazing. No really appreciate it. So if you enjoy listening to this, remember, like, share and subscribe to us on iTunes uh, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, so look, let's, we've talked about where we can follow you. But tell everyone again, because if they haven't done it by now, uh-huh. now they will. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, well, um, my uh, Twitter and Instagram is at Mark with a C underscore v underscore price i'm glad you said that because people would have forgotten oh. or not noticed the title and put a king i'll go and find it, it. <laughs> they have to have that long-winded story about vincent price at the beginning exactly and, and mark boland so it's the only way that but people <laughs> might not know that mark boland is spelled with a c so that's true they might not ah. uh, retweet him <laughs> it's easy all you got to do is retweet him send him a message and i heard you on the podcast <laughs> But it's true. And you'll go, oh, thanks, mate. Suddenly you know who the name is. Exactly, yeah. Send him a private message. Got his email address. Boom. Simple. <laughs> That's really... what we got on this podcast. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Send me a message. I want attention so bad, please. Please. Just let me just do it. Please. Like me. <laughs> We've been trying to do this podcast for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so my glad fault. we got to do it. It's not. It's my fault, too. <laughs> it's great. Um, okay, you can follow us at Filmmakers Pod on Twitter or the Facebook. Uh, you can find us on there if you give a shit. Um, no one is. You can follow me at Giles Alderson uh, or at The Dare Film or at Food for Thought Doc. Andy, where can people follow you? I'm on MySpace. Yeah. At- <laughs> No, have you? Have you used my? I reckon your MySpace. You know I went back to my MySpace you, the other day. And it's still there. Stop it. Yeah, and there's still pictures of me on it. Am I your top and I'm ten skinny? Friend? Yeah, of course. I don't think we were friends back in the MySpace days. Have you not got your band on there on MySpace? Oh, now? there's an EFK thing, but not the new one because obviously, like, that was three years ago. And okay, so MySpace... people can't follow you on MySpace. No, I was just, but, it was but a can joke. they? You know, if like it's still there. You know, like last time I was like, oh, I'm on CFAX page four one four. Hilarious yeah, joke. Really hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's my thing now. I'm doing it every week. But but are you, but I'm genuinely serious. Are you still on MySpace? I don't. Yeah, but don't go there because I'm not going to look at it. <laughs> but how fascinating! Yeah, right. I deleted it. No, oh, did you delete? Yeah, I just like, left it, it all there. That's too many for, too for many. the ages for the future historians to go back and look at for the aliens to come back down yeah. and go. <laughs> <laughs> I am on. Uh, I am at thirty-five millimeter dop at three-five dop. Mark, you'll notice you've got a new follower. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if um, you don't follow him back now, that's no. Blocked. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. You are totally blocked. Uh, Jesus. Look also at this. on Twitter at thirty-five millimeters DOP. So three. So the first one was Instagram. DOP. Okay. Cool. Uh, website. Website is thirty-five millimeters DOP dot com. There's a theme here. Okay. It's working. That's three-five. No. Mm. I'm no. trying to log into my D-O. MySpace. <laughs> Full stop. C O. Okay, so um, Night Shoots is playing at Rain Down, 6th and 7th of October. Get there. Colin is available on digital right now. Um, the new show is out next Tuesday, so we will see you next Tuesday. Yes. Do you like that? But I said see you next Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I oh, get it. All right. Thursday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also works. Proper said, said it. Said the C word. Um, okay, so this has been amazing. Th- Mark, thank you so thank much. Thank you very yeah, much, much, guys. Thank I love you. it. Andy, thank you. Welcome. I should have done you first and then Mark. Andy, thank you for coming. Th- thank you. <laughs> You're w- welcome. Thank you. Mark, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. This is amazing. <laughs> this has been brilliant. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Buy my album. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. We will see you very soon. And I'll see you at Raindown. 30% off. What more do you want? Link in the show notes. Boom. Get on it. 
Thank you, everyone. Oh, good night, Wigan. This has been amazing. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Encore, encore. Um, just voices. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm 30 minutes late to meet uh, Paul at this pub. (laughs) He should have gone to come here.